What if you had to raise three children on $30,000 a year? Can you imagine providing food, providing home, providing shelter for those three kids in an environment in Johnson County? It typically takes about $60,000 a year to fund that lifestyle. Today, we are going to talk with Larry Biggis, the Executive Director of the Johnson County Christmas Bureau, and the impact they're having on families that are living below 150% of the poverty level which in Johnson County is $30,000. Learn today how you can donate books, coats, bicycles, new gifts, money, and your time to impact our friends and neighbors that live and work right here with us. All today on Let's Make Work Optional. Welcome to this episode of Let's Make Work Optional with True Wealth and Company in Overland Park, Kansas. True Wealth and Company incorporates strategies and products of the super rich to help you reach your financial goals and make work optional. And now, here's Brian Sarf, President and CEO of True Wealth and Company. Welcome to Let's Make Work Optional. I'm Brian Sarf. We're here every Tuesday at 5 a.m., and I hope you are too. You can find the Let's Make Work Optional podcast on iTunes, Anchor.fm, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Joining us today is Larry Biggis, Executive Director of the Johnson County Christmas Bureau. Welcome, Larry. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Delighted. I wanted to share your story, the story of the Johnson County Christmas Bureau to our listeners, to everybody out there that tunes into us across the web, and tell more about the great work that you do, the people you help, how you raise your money, and the events you have. And I'd like to unpack all that today as we sit here and share the impact that you're making throughout the Johnson County area. Love to tell our story. How long has Johnson County Christmas Bureau been around in Johnson County? Johnson County Christmas Bureau was founded in 1960 as an adopt-a-family for the holidays program, and then in the 70s it converted to the current holiday shop distribution concept. And how long have you been the executive director at Johnson County Christmas Bureau? Since June 1 of 2015. How'd you get involved? I had practiced law for 35 years and decided it been a great career, but that it was time to uh, move on, leave law, and find something where I could give back to the community. Mm -hmm. The Christmas Bureau was looking for a new executive director, and I got lucky and got the position. You've made a great impact there. You've had some phenomenal events this year and uh, really doing some great work for those in need throughout the Johnson County area. Well, that's what we want to do is help our low-income neighbors. Who are the people you help? Talk about who those folks are, what they look like as far as demographics, where they live, and who are the people that are most in need that you're after to help? We help Johnson County residents, our neighbors right here at home, who have a household income below 150% of the federal poverty level. For a family of four, that would be in the $30,000 range. But it takes $60,000 to pay all your bills in Johnson County, Kansas, with the price of housing, taxes, transportation, medical care, clothing, utilities, etc., etc. So they don't have near enough money to pay their bills, and we're trying to give them some extra relief during the cold winter holiday season. Most of our clients are actually working, even though they're low income. They're making 8 to $12 an hour. They're limited to 30 hours a week because above that the employer has to pay benefits. They can't get a second job because they don't get their schedule till a week or so in advance. And they don't want to be there. They're embarrassed to be there, but they need help. Some of them were more middle class and something went wrong in their life. A child got cancer. One gentleman was a tree trimmer, fell out of the tree, couldn't work anymore. His wife got fired a month later. 
We have a lot of single mothers with two or three children where the man has disappeared, isn't paying child support, isn't around, and she's trying to find a way to pay child care, make eight, twelve dollars an hour, and get the bills paid. So they're not lazy people. They're hardworking, uh, intelligent people who just were living paycheck to paycheck and got into a bad situation. What do you provide to them, and, and how is that distributed to them? Well, we have a holiday shop in December of each year. And that doesn't mean you pay. We distribute for no charge. We have 10 different merchandise departments. The first one is nursing homes, and they come and pick their stuff up a day or two before the holiday shop opens and then distribute it to their Medicaid patients. Then we'll put about 11,000 people through the holiday shop. It's been the last two or three years has been the number. 11,000. What a tremendous impact. Oh, yeah. How many people are in need? If 11,000 you're serving, how many more are out there that you're not able to serve? There's 90,000 living below 200% of the poverty level, 60,000 below 150% of the poverty level. There's about 75,000 people in Johnson County that we would identify as food insecure. Okay. So they each get to go to each one of the other nine departments. They get winter coats, children's winter clothing, groceries for two to three days, personal care items such as dental hygiene kits, diapers, deodorants, deodorant, shampoo, laundry detergent, feminine hygiene, and a lot more. Everybody gets a gift that's appropriate for their age level. The younger children usually get some kind of educational toy. The adults usually end up with something they need in the household, even though we call it a gift, like simple as a frying pan yeah. or a kitchen towel or slippers or a bathrobe, things they just don't have the money to buy for themselves. But they get to pick what they would like to have, what they most need at their home. That's one of the things that differentiates us from other charities. We don't assume we know what they need and box it up and hand it to them. We let them come to the shop, actually make a selection in each department just as if they were going through a department store. I don't know whether their kid wants a purple coat or a yellow coat. I don't know if they like green beans or corn. So they get to make the selection and have the dignity of choosing for themselves. Mm-hmm. Wonderful impact. And then I love it when they're done shopping, if they want to make a donation or they want to purchase what they've bought, that they get to actually pay for that at the end. We ask for a dignity donation. Mm-hmm. It's completely optional, mm-hmm. voluntary. A little over half make a dignity donation. It ranges from $1 to $5, depending on family size. So even if they make the donation for $1 to $5, they're walking out with sometimes thousands of dollars worth of merchandise. And they bought it. They picked it out. They have it for their family. They can provide in a real tough time of the year over the holidays. Oftentimes, it's the only winter coat their child has. Last year, I walked over to the grocery department one day, and a woman was standing there crying. You know, what's the matter, ma'am? Nothing's the matter. You just gave me a turkey and it's the only food we're going to have for Christmas dinner. We would not have had a Christmas dinner without what you just gave us. That's amazing. So it really makes a difference in their lives. It gives them that little bit extra to just help them through the holiday season. One of our other goals is to educate people about poverty in Johnson County, which is part of what we're doing here today. Mm -hmm. But we use 3,000 volunteers to run the holiday shop, get it set up, run it, tear it down in November and December. Those 3,000 volunteers get to meet the people we're helping on a one-to-one basis if they choose a shift during the shop, which is December 4th through December 11th this year. It's one of the warmest holiday experiences a person could ever have. 
we actually end up turning away volunteers because our shift's full. Because once you come and help, you want to come back. But we still have a lot of shifts open. So if you go to jccb.org, which is the initials of the Johnson County Christmas Bureau, jccb.org, click on Volunteer, and then click on the big red Volunteer button. It'll take you to Sign Up Genius, and you can choose your shift. We have, for the last five years, loaded the carts into all the cars as they come through, and I'll do it. As long as I can walk and stand and pick up a bag, I'll be out there, because I love seeing everybody. I love the smiles on their faces. I love getting everything packed up for them and sending them on their way, and it's so impactful for us every year to be out there. And how do you feel when you leave? Oh, I love it. You just want to do it more. You want to help more. And in Johnson County, we get laughed out of being in a bubble that we have everything out here and we don't. We have plenty of our neighbors and friends and coworkers that are struggling to have ends meet and then to see everybody that comes through there and realize these are everybody that are our friends and neighbors around us that you just want to give more and help more. And it's one of the reasons why... We've made a partnership with the Johnson County Christmas Bureau. We want to give every year what we can and encourage our clients that if they don't have a charity in mind or looking somewhere to get involved or make a donation or an impact, that they would consider the Johnson County Christmas Bureau and to support your organization, whether through time or through money or volunteering. And if people want to donate, there's two things we need. We obviously need monetary support. Mm -hmm. We also rely on in-kind contributions. Everything we give is new except for books, coats, and bicycles. So we rely on the community to run drives for books and coats. Mm -hmm. The school districts, the three large ones, do a wonderful job. Shawnee Mission School District delivered 64,000 items last year through their school drives that the kids did. And the kids also learned about how to give back and how to organize a drive. So it was a learning experience for the kids at the school district. Olathe is a big supporter. Blue Valley's been coming on board a little stronger the last few years. A lot of businesses run coats Mm -hmm. or food drives. Mm -hmm. My financial advisor's company runs coat drive every year. Yes. True Wealth helps support us with those kinds of activities. Mm -hmm. We'll have a barrel here in a couple of weeks in the lobby, and anybody that wants to pop by and drop it off or come in for a meeting, bring your gifts, bring your uh, gently used books and coats and bicycles, and we'll get them over to the Christmas Bureau. About two-thirds of what we give is donated in kind. If you're interested in running a drive or donating money, once again, go to our website, jccb.org. And uh, there's various places you can click, or you can uh, email us at admin at jccb.org. What are you most in need of for items that you pass out every year? What are you running short of each year that you'd like a little more of? Children's winter coats. Mm. How many? We go through about 13,000 coats a year, and about 55 to 60% of those are children's coats. And then we run out of adult smalls because when we run out of children's coats, they start taking the adult smalls for the larger kids. So we never have enough children's winter coats in good shape. Sure. So if you have a lot of those laying around, get them to the Christmas Bureau, drop them off at our office. We'll make sure that they get returned back to the Christmas Bureau and get handed out and put to use. Yeah, come to True Wells offices, introduce yourself, donate mm-hmm. your coats be great love to have you to come through and our clients when they come in for meetings to bring it here so you obviously have some fundraisers you have some ways that you get people involved you have a little fun you raise some money talk about the events that you host each year with the christmas bureau well we have three events and on top of that we do have general donations the three big events the benefit was in september it raised over a hundred thousand dollars this year and was a fun evening i think the people there really enjoyed themselves we had a blast we really enjoyed it Good. 
Glad to hear it. Did you like the performance artist? I did. That was great. I love the Pat Mahomes picture that he painted up there in about 10 minutes. And that was in September 27th, and it'll be in September again next year. Okay. We run a breakfast every year for people who aren't real familiar with us. That'll be June 11th. Next year. Mm-hmm. 2020. And then yet to come this year is the Festival of Trees, which is November 14th through November 17th. What is the Festival of Trees, Larry? Well, at the Overland Park Convention Center, there is an event called the Holiday Boutique. Uh, I don't want to sound sexist, but most of the shoppers are women. There are booths that are set up. You'll see about 40,000 people go through. And when you first enter, there are decorated trees and wreaths that have either been donated to us or we've put together. We auction those off in a uh, auction over the um, electronic bid pal system. We get all the revenue from the coat and package check room, and we sell designer bags. So when you go make a purchase, you have something to carry your merchandise in. <laughs> and it's a great fundraiser. It's a lot of fun. The people who come to shop really enjoy the whole event, and we have this beautiful display as you walk in every year. That's fantastic. And then you've got that's November 14th through 17th, the main time of the year when you're going to hand out and support everybody in town. It's December 4th through 11th where folks can volunteer to help out on that day or they can donate some money or some items in kind to support. And if they don't want to help during the shop to get the warm experience that you described, uh, we do need people for move in, set up, tear down, move out. But that's all on our website. Where's it being held at this year? I just found a place today that I'm 90% sure of. There's a couple details yet to be worked out, and I can't announce it until we work out a couple more details. So we can't wait to find out where that might be at and get that announced to our listening audience. Hopefully I will know by early next week, have these final details done, and we'll be able to make a public announcement. Fantastic. That would be wonderful. So the website is jccb.org to volunteer, to make a monetary contribution, or to uh, find a location to donate items in kind, or if you want to run a fun drive or have a barrel or host a coat drive or a book drive or a bicycle drive, you can coordinate all of that through the website and support the Johnson County Christmas Bureau. Yes, sir. And you'll have a really warm feeling that you've helped somebody who lives in your neighborhood. What else should our listening audience know about the Johnson County Christmas Bureau, Larry? That we're a volunteer, grassroots-driven organization. We depend on the generosity of the community. Even though we're called Bureau, we're not a government agency. (laughs) And even though we have Christmas in our name, we do not discriminate based on religion, race, sexual orientation, nationality, ethnicity, or any other category. We'll help anybody who lives in Johnson County, has an income below of 150% of the federal poverty level, and we'll take the time to fill out our online application. That's fantastic. You all do such a great job in town. Hats off to you, to the 3,000 volunteers, to everybody that it takes, not just for the few days in December, but the year-long effort to support and to impact the lives of so many in Johnson County. We very much appreciate that in our community, Larry. Well, thank you. And one of the biggest pleasures of my job is going to work every day, working with people who are helping 
just out of the goodness of their heart. It is such a wonderful thing to see people doing positive things for other people. Amen to that. We can't have too much of that. That's what the internet and social media is for, is all the fun, positive impacts we can make. That's where it needs to be shared and just to generate more people to get involved and to give back and to give their time or money to support great organizations like yours. About 200 of our volunteers volunteer year-round. We didn't mention them. Year-round, 200, huh? We call them our volunteer staff. And if people are interested in serving in one of our 26 committees or departments <laughs> and being part of our volunteer staff, we'd love to talk to them as well. Are you still on the hunt for a new treasurer at some point? I know you have one that's that, that's heading out the door. And so anybody listening that may be interested in, uh, in serving as your treasurer, you're still recruiting for that position? We need a very generous CPA who has some extra time. Who wants to give back? wants to help a great organization keep the I's dotted and the T's crossed in the books. Yes, sir. Anybody else you're looking for uh, specifically that's out there that may be what I call work optional, that they're retired, semi-retired, they're looking for something to do to stay busy, and they just don't want to stare at the TV and the Internet all day? Well, our volunteer staff consists of volunteers in the office doing office work, people purchasing merchandise. If you love to shop and you're a bargain hunter, we give you a credit card. <laughs> go to and, it. And you go to it. Because we find sales, and then the store gives us an even bigger discount. My wife would be great at that. She loves to bargain shop. That's like That fires her up to go do that. Send her in. I will. I'll get her involved to go do that. She would love it. And then we need organizational people, management people. The department chairs are the equivalent of managers at a big company. They work a lot of hours all year long. The best way to get involved is to come to the shop, see what it's all about, and see where you fit in, and then if you want to volunteer year-round, talk to me, and we'll find the right spot that fits your skills and your interests. November 14th through November 17th at the Overland Park Convention Center. The hours are basically from about 9 in the morning to, depending on the day, 8 or 9 at night. You can go online, Google Holiday Boutique, and you'll see all the details. Awesome. Thanks for being here, Larry. I very much appreciate it, and we look forward to supporting and staying involved with the Johnson County Christmas Bureau for years to come. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for everything True Wealth is doing to help support the community in which you live. You're welcome. We love doing it. We love helping our friends and neighbors. Thank you. Folks, thanks for listening to Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth and Company. I'm your host, Brian Sarf, and with me this week has been the Executive Director of the Johnson County Christmas Bureau, Larry Biggis. We'll be back next Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. Be sure to spread the word about this podcast to your friends and family, and don't keep us a secret. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and don't ever forget, invest wisely, save early, and give generously. Let's make work optional. You've been listening to Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth and Company. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com or call 913-653-TRUE. That's 913-653-8783. All matters discussed during this program are for informational purposes only. This podcast in no way shall be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents in any other state than Kansas or were otherwise prohibited. Topics should be discussed with your advisor prior to implementation. Advisory and insurance services offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas.